last week of our series called Birds of a Feather, and uh, we have a guest speaker. I think a lot of you are here for that, and uh, it's uh, an opportunity for us that we're really excited about as a church. Uh, Doug Blaukamp will be speaking in just a minute. What's great about Doug is, uh, is he was one of our original. Before we were even a church, we had a team that was called a launch team, and so before we were a church, we had people meeting in this room and going like, what would it look like? What kind of church uh, do we want to strive to be? And we prayed together and we met together. And of course, as good Christians, we ate together often. And, um, and so they were a part of that team, just always encouraging and, and speaking life and sharing. And um, we can just pass on that, guys. And so, Doug, if you'd come up here real quick, I want to share a few things while you're staying up here. Give it up for Doug. So, yeah, i give you some, some light there. So, so we're in this series called Birds of a Feather, and the idea is birds of a feather flock together is the old saying. And so we've talked over the last few weeks about uh, unity and what it, likes, and what it looks like to be connected with others and the power of unity and, and living alongside each other. And we've gone on and on about different things. And a couple examples that I shared is, and he'll share this too, is, is the yoke, you know, the yoke that the oxen would put on. And, and it takes two uh, oxen and puts them together and it allows them to do more. And uh, they, can, they can do more than what they did on their own. And another thing that we talked about is the Canadian geese. Uh, they fly in a V formation, and that's for a reason. They, they flock together as geese. And uh, the front one, uh, it, it leads the way. And then uh, the study shows that when one drops out, it would have to use over 70% more of its energy to fly on its own versus flying in a flock together. And then we also talked about how the last one, uh, if, if the front one drops to the back, when he gets in the back, there's draft there, and he can rest. But when he's in the back, he continues to encourage encourage the rest of the congregation, if you will, or the flock, just cheering him on, being positive, like, keep going, guys, I'm with you. And so really cool thing there. And so Doug, for, the, for me, has always been that kind of person. Uh, like a lot of people uh, in my life don't know, uh, I started speaking, preaching at 19. I was just super young, didn't know anything, and... Uh, and even Holly, and I'd say this about his family, they served at a church that I grew up in, and they ran the cafe. And Doug, he probably doesn't even remember this, but as a 19-year-old, I was, I was preaching to probably about 400 adults and just scared to death, and no one probably knew that. But, but up there, scared to death and freaking out, and Doug would always be the first, like, man, killed it, good job. You know, just always, like, really speaking life. And he was being the honking goose, amen? <laughs> like, just honking at me every day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was true, but he was telling me. And uh, always just a great speak life person. I'd say the same thing about his wife and, uh, and their family, always just encouraging. And so uh, we love that about them. And um, just such a great example of what it's supposed to look like living in your community, working uh, in your jobs. Uh, you can see him. You'll find him at the football fields refing, and everybody knows him there. And, uh, and just, yeah, <laughs> throwing flags, kicking kids out of games. Uh, but no, he said not that far, but, uh, but just involved in his community and, um, just great with his kids, encouraging his kids. And, um, and so anyway, so I'm honored to be able to, to let him have him speak and, and, and pour into all of us. So give us your best attention and, uh, and just really cheer him on along the way. Amen. Amen. Doug. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. They always say everything, uh, when you start to speak, you should maybe tell a little joke. Um, the whole thing about the geese, it was kind of interesting because Josh would talk about that all the time and I'd always kind of chuckle just a little bit because everything that the geese do is for a reason. And especially when they fly in the V formation. 
And now can anybody tell me why there's always one side that's longer than the other? There's more geese on that side. <laughs> it's simple. So, <laughs> so there's, there's a little bit of humor that we were going to start with. I had some other stuff, but I think I could tie that in with Josh just fine. So uh, like Josh said, I'm Doug. Um, my wife is Holly. I've got two kids. Uh, both of them serve in the church. Uh, Hunter's back on tech and he enjoys that. Summer's upstairs. She works with the kids. She did check in for a while. But now she's teaching in there. But a uh, little bit about us. Um, we just, um, like Josh said, we went to uh, church with him. And I see some of the old people from our old church out here. So welcome to Vertical. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Hunter, talk a little bit about him. Uh, with his serving, he plays football. And, and I really try to do my best to pour into him so he can be a, a good young man. Um, he's going to do awesome this year. I'm going to claim that he's got a starting spot on varsity, and we're going to go. Uh, Summer, uh, she has been accepted into Aquinas. She's going to be a nurse. So, uh, And Holly is one of those type of people that is just real. Um, it doesn't matter what is going on. She's going to tell you how it is. Believe me, I know. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's just a little bit of background about us. Uh, when Josh gave us a call to start up Vertical, we were all over it because uh, it'd probably been, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Yeah, right. uh, I feel like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, we weren't 100% sure what we wanted to do. We had been in transition between churches about a year and a half. Um, strong encouragement from my father-in-law, Terry, continued saying, hey, you know, are you involved? Are you in the word? Are you doing what you got to do? And when Josh called, um, it was a more than welcome phone call. We were glad to do it. And now everything here is a part of what Josh has got started through what God has called him to do. So thank you, Josh. Wow, I didn't think I'd be this nervous. <laughs> All right. As Paul Harvey would say, we're on to page two. <clears throat> the very... Uh, day that Josh asked me to bring a message. <clears throat> it's amazing how you can come under attack. He's like, can you, would you uh, be willing to preach? And I'm like, yeah, I, sure, I've done it before. I can do it again. No problem. And it was right here while we were doing teardown. And man, did he, did Satan hit me hard. He's like, who are you to be speaking to these people? And I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe you're right. Um, but then, uh, yeah, it was really funny. We were at a, a baccalaureate service for uh, all the girls graduating from NPS here. There's your, there's your shout out. So uh, anyways, um, uh, Philippians 3, 12 through 14. I'm going to just kind of break it down a little bit. Um, in verse 12, it just says, you know, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. From the time that you were called, God has had a plan for you. From the time that I was called, God has had a plan for me. And now it's our job just to walk through that and go through that plan. And now in verse 13, it says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. 
How many people need to forget some of the stuff in your past? Amen, right here. Um, Everybody's been through stuff. And it's your job to work on forgetting that. God has forgiven you. Move on, press forward, right? Amen. And in verse 14, it says, Press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. And that's just where I'm saying keep pushing forward. You know, it's, it's that main thing. Just keep going forward because God has that plan for you, and he wants each and every one of you to fulfill that plan. So that is kind of what God was talking to me that day. It was, you've got to get through this. Um, you're called to, called to bring this message. He's put specific things on my heart to speak to everyone in here. Um, and at the end of my message, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But now, as uh, Josh was talking about, you know, the birds of a feather flock together. And that means like people should be doing like things. I mean, like the guys I hang out with, we hunt. Do a little fishing every once in a while, but when you have kids, you have to make a choice. You're either going to hunt or you're going to fish. I'll take hunting. Uh, <clears throat> every once in a while, there is that someone in your life that needs to get out could be a good friend, could be family. That's a tough one. Pastor Nick, anointing, stay away from me. If anybody doesn't know who Pastor Nick is, is every time he would speak, he would get a little tear in his eye and get a little choked up, and I don't want that to happen. So I've been praying for that to stay away from me. But um, as Josh said earlier, you know, uh, 2 Corinthians 6.14 is do not be equally yoked with unbelievers. What that means to me is that I don't necessarily have to stay away from people that don't believe that I believe because I have a lot of acquaintances, friends that don't even believe in God. That's a tough thing to work with, but I can always be that heart of God to them that need to see it. So I'm going to show it to them every chance I get. Do I fail sometimes? Yep. I think we all do in that. But the thing is to do is keep pushing forward and let them know where your actual stance is. I struggle with it a lot, but... Uh, Proverbs 12.26 says, The righteous should choose their friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. The New Living Translation on that one, I, I kind of like this version, is the godly give good advice to their friends. And the wicked lead them astray. You know, so that's exactly where we need to tie that in is, you know, the godly will give good advice to their friends, their acquaintances. But still, like I said, every once in a while, there is that time where you have got somebody in your life that needs to get out. How are you going to get them out? That's, That's a tough question, right? A lot of times God will take them out, which he's done for me several times. You know, friends that just... Do not pour the right stuff into your life, friends that are going down the wrong path, and then God just says, hey, they're, they're gone. But the story that came to mind exactly when I was talking about that, and then um, I heard somebody give a message on it, is the story of Jonah. And it's, it's, it's well, yeah, in the book of Jonah. But... Um, you know, there's, there's always that person in your life, you know, the, the <laughs> Saturday Night Live fans would see the Debbie Downer, 
and Ben over here, he knows exactly what I'm talking about, but um, they're the people that are attacking you every day, bringing the negativity. How do you get them out? When the story of Jonah, Jonah was a man called of God, but he ran, right? He bought a ticket, got on a boat with a bunch of other people, and he took off away from God. He was running. Storm hits, boat is thrown to and fro, left and right. So what did they do? They took all of the cargo from the boat and they threw it out. Well, that's exactly what people are doing in your life. Um, one of the quotes, in fact, uh, my mother-in-law, Mary Jo, put it on Facebook, which she puts everything on Facebook. <laughs> when you allow the wrong people into your house, stuff comes up missing. Joy, peace, love, hope, faith. People can actually steal these things from you. So what happened in here is when, when Jonah was taking, he was in the bottom of the boat, he was sleeping, they took all of the cargo. So everybody else that was on this boat lost everything that they had. It was all gone. And what happened? storm got worse. Finally, when they said, Jonah, what should we do? He says, throw me off of the boat. So what do they do? They throw him off the boat, the sea's calmed, and you can read the rest of the story. But sometimes that, that's kind of what I'm saying here. Sometimes you need to take that Jonah and get him off of your boat. So I guess that's kind of the bad part. But let me talk about the good part. I have um, many people in my life uh, that I know, that are my acquaintances, that are my friends, but I allow very few into the core, like the apple, the skin, the center, but the core where the seeds are and where the life grows that's where people have the absolute most impact. That's where you want to keep your heart guarded, your core guarded. Um, three people in my life that, um, that I have speak into me, obviously we've got Pastor Josh. How many believe that he's a good person to let speak into your life? Yeah. Amen, right? All right, guys, you ready for this? My father-in-law, Terry, he's sitting right here. First time at Vertical. Thank you very much for coming. But I have spent a lot of time with Terry, as we would call the B.C. time of our life, before Christian, right? So Terry was able to pour a lot of, a lot of life into me during that time. And then afterwards, you know, Terry gets very involved in the church that he's in, um, and he's constantly speaking into my life, and, you know, much appreciated. He's basically the reason we kept on pushing on, finding a new church, and then Josh steps in. And then I've got my buddy Ben sitting in the back. We've been to church with Ben for quite a few years, and we were blessed to have Ben and Amy move in right around the corner from us. And that's nothing short of awesome, having your best friends live that close to you. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Ben and how, how God is always wanting to be in your life about that, but the birds of a feather thing comes in there. Um, Jesus even, I believe, portrayed this, this same character. He had three that were in the garden with him uh, before, obviously, uh, he was taken away uh, by the guards, so on and so forth. Um, Peter, James, and John were there with him. And they were always the ones that were a little bit closer to him. 
So I'm kind of going off that basic premise of I allow, allow three people into my life. Now, I've got a list of many people that have, have poured into my life and that I would allow to speak. These are the three cores. Um, my sister Cindy, who's sitting right here, I allow her to pour into my life. Why? Because not only do I know her very well, but I have an absolute trust in what she says. And her and Holly, oh my gosh, you two are just crazy together, but <laughs> you're both real. You know, Cindy's the type of person, she's going to tell you how it is. If you're doing something wrong, she's going to correct you. The three cores that I have in my life are always there speaking with me, and they always, how do you, you want to say, always give you that line of correction, that line of encouragement. Yeah, sometimes you go down the wrong path a little bit, but you know what? At the core of it, everything is good. We're with Ben and Amy a lot. We try to get together about once a week, and it was funny because... We were, we were talking just the other night, and uh, Ben kind of brought it up to me again, and he's like, you know, give me a minute. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right, he's got me. Uh, God wants to be involved in the absolute little things with your friends. It was funny because this morning, as my father-in-law Terry walked in the door, we were talking a little bit, and we talked about a hunting trip that we went on years ago up to the UP. Ben and I talk about hunting trips that we went on years ago, and it's always just, you know, that little remembrance. Um, Dave and Cindy, our um, sister and brother-in-law, we go on, we've been on two cruises with them, but we always talk about the fun, fun times that we had. God wants to have that little part of you as well. You know, he's always with you, but he wants to make sure that you talk to him about your day. You know, just, you know, and what do ladies do? You, you go on shopping trips, right? You had the barbecue the other night, right? You're going to talk about that for years. I'm sure, you know, we're, you were talking about this morning, you have volleyball you're playing. Oh, I want so-and-so on my team every time because she's a ringer. So, but, but that's, that's the type of things God wants to hear about. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Ben and I were up in, the, up in the UP, and it was our first day there. And now, mind you, you're driving 9 to 10 hours all the way there, so you're that far away from home. Now you're in the UP, and there's not much there anyways. So we are out in the middle of the woods. We're setting up our tree stands. And we get my tree stand set, and I go to sit down, and there's a branch going right in my back. And Ben's like, oh, man, what would you do if I could just pull a saw out of my sleeve? I was like, yeah, right, whatever it is. You want to know the funny thing is? If you uh, take a look back there, what Ben's holding up, can everybody see it? It's a saw. We didn't bring it. Why was it there? Was it coincidence? You can chuck it up to coincidence all you want. I truly believe that, yeah, maybe somebody had been there and left it there, but God knew we were going to be there. You know, how much does he want to be involved in your life? The little things are the great things to him. And remind him of it. And how many times have we talked about that story? It's like every time either Ben or I speak, we want to bring that song into play. Because why? Because it's awesome. I mean, how can you deny it? It's awesome. 
So those, those are the kind of the three, three people in my life that I really let speak in, you know, and, and uh, Ecclesiastes 4.9 says the three-chord strand is not easily broken. So you got three, you know, and God's in there. Maybe it's a four-chord strand because you've got to have the ground wire, right? But that is a main thing in my life of people that I continue to have pour into my life. How are we doing on time, Josh? <laughs> All right. I guess kind of to, to wrap it up, I want to make sure um, that everybody knows that you have somebody in your life that's pouring into you. It's the birds of a feather. And it's common things. You can, you can talk about hunting. You can talk about shopping. You can talk about vacations, whatever it is. But to have those people that pour into your life is so important to make sure that you've got that relationship. And I guess today, um, talking about, I, mean, I wasn't sure if I was going to say this or not, but many people, like I said, in my life that I allow pour into it, they pour into my life all the time. You have to make sure that you're not just a taker. You should be on as many people that you have pouring into your life that are on your top ten list you need to be on somebody else's list. Who are you pouring into? The, uh, the people that stand with you, um, it's basically like going through a battle. And you want, yeah, that's funny because Ben and I were just talking about this the other night too, you want that person that's kind of battle-tested. You know? I've watched my father-in-law go through a lot of things. You know what? And he's come through the other side. I've watched Ben go through many trials in his life. I've watched my sister go through many trials in her life. So now if I look at them and we're standing in battle and this person over here has got scars on their, on their armor, their helmet, whatever it may be, their sword looks rough. The same on this person. This person over here, not that it's a bad thing, their armor is shiny. It's bright. Who do you want? Who do you want in battle with you? But now I can't neglect that person because I need to pour into them, so they can get through their trials as well. Thank you, Lord, because I didn't even plan on talking about that. So we'll take that. So today I kind of want to be that person that starts to pour into your life. Um, <clears throat> I've got a list of. Um, blessings that I really want to declare over everybody today. This list, it's funny because I've used it a couple times, and I swear every time I bring it out, stuff starts happening. When Josh and I first started talking about this, it was about uh, three weeks, a month ago maybe, and I thought, you know what, that's always a good thing to bring out, so I, I brought it out, and started talking about the blessings and the declarations that I want to make over you today. But the things that have happened in our life, just over the time that I broke these out, um, we wanted Hunter to get a job over the summer. We 16. There's not too many people that are going to hire him. Hunter's kind of a redneck farm boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wannabe. <laughs> Smoothie drinking. 
<laughs> so uh, through, through friends of ours, Tracy and Doug Bowman, Hunter got a job at Zealand Farm Service. So he started working there. That's a little blessing. Holly, just this past week, um, as her, her job in serving, a person came up to her and just gave her an envelope and just said, hey, I've, I've been blessed and I want to bless you. Yeah, it was 20 bucks. But you know what? It, it's just those little blessings where God is in there. <coughs> Tuesday morning, um, I'm a supervisor where I work. Tuesday morning, I get out of our normal meeting, and the plant manager pulls me up and says, hey, I know we had kind of talked about doing something before. He goes, but um, we need to make it happen. So from Tuesday morning to Friday, I was basically promoted, given a raise. So it's like, you know, and it's, well, right? And, and not that, not that this piece of paper with the writing on it is like a, a miracle wish list. Right. You know what it is? It's calling God into your life. It's getting him involved, making sure that you're connected with him. I guess it's about time to bring my list. Um, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should be a liar. So when you claim his words, it is his job to fulfill it. Um, and that's exactly what it says in Jeremiah 1, 12. The Lord said to me, you have seen correctly, for I am watching over to see that my word is fulfilled. Yeah, so... I debated on doing this, but if you need somebody to speak into your, your life at this time, I, I'm just asking you to stand up. If <laughs> oh. I want to take that step out today. You don't have to stand up. You can, you can raise your hands at your side, whatever it may be, but these, these are blessings that that type of person you want to pour into your life is going to be speaking over you. I, you know, um, Holly doesn't know this. Kids don't know this. But every time I break this out, I speak it over every one of them individually. Yeah. Here's that anointing again, right? That's all right. So if you're comfortable with it, I'm just going to speak these blessings over you. And then when I'm done, I'm just going to have Josh come forward and he can, uh, he can end it off for us today. Today, I declare over every person in this room that you are blessed with God's supernatural wisdom. And you have clear direction for your life. I declare today that you are blessed with creativity, courage, ability, and abundance. I declare today that you are blessed with a strong will 
self-control and self-discipline. I declare today that you are blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, strong faith, favor, and fulfillment. And I declare today that you are blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I declare today that you are blessed with an obedient heart and a positive outlook on life. And I declare that any curse that has ever been spoken over you, any negative or evil word that has ever come against you is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that you are blessed in the city, in the country, blessed going in and coming out. And I declare today that everything that you put your hand to will prosper and succeed. And most of all, I declare that you are blessed. Blessed to be a blessing to you your family, your friends. Hallelujah. Birds of a feather flock together. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Stay here. When, uh, when we set out to do this church, we didn't want to just be another church on the corner, just another one, another church in the thing. We, we wanted to be an authentic community of people who stepped out of the box of their comfort zone and, and opened up their heart and revealed to each other what God has put in there. And obviously that's what Doug did this morning. Appreciate that about him. Amen. And, um, and I, 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 you know, I don't, I'm not trying to put him on a pedestal or anything, but, you know, for me as a pastor, it really blesses me to see, especially a man, get off the couch, put down the remote and not live like another male figure in a comedy act but get up and share his heart and be vulnerable and be a man of God amen and uh so again I just super appreciate you being real and sharing what God has put in your heart and uh we speak we speak blessing over you and uh appreciate your seed sown here this morning amen give it up for Doug one more time you have a seat won't you all stand Just run with that word. Look for people that you can give back to. Um, thank God and and listen with listening ears to the people that do speak into your life. And um, just know that God is working. And as Doug said, cares about all the little stuff. He's involved around every corner and everything that we do. And um, he's paying attention. You're not forgotten. Amen. Let's pray and then we'll dismiss. God, we love you so much. We thank you for all the word that you shared, Lord, through through the music, Lord, through uh, the speaking, Lord, just everything that you did in this place, through the friendships. Lord, we ask that you continue to grow it, continue to lead us and speak to us. In Jesus' name, for your glory.